All right, folks, welcome. Episode number four of this thing. Um, I've just recorded this once and I'm going to try and do it again because it, for some reason, cut me off after a minute and a half and I didn't realise till I've recorded the whole thing. So, fingers, fingers crossed. Um, week two, done and dusted in the books. 11 weeks today, I'll be racing High Rocks in Copenhagen, May 13th, and I'm you know how excited I'm about this, so I don't need to keep reminding you. And today's podcast is all about training, managing your training load. Because there are a lot of you fitness junkies out there that focus on quality over quantity and you diminish returns and you don't see progress, you don't see benefits, and then it all falls apart. Or it doesn't fall apart, you just wonder why you're not improving and what's going wrong. And the problem is nine times out of 10, you're doing too much and you're not focusing on the specifics that you need to be focusing on. And I feel like this is a great time for me to talk about this topic because obviously we're in the middle of the CrossFit Open at the moment. Um, I know for some people it's the steroid open, controversial, but it is what it is. Have a look at those part B scores on um, (laughs) 2023.2. But we're in the middle of the CrossFit Open and if you're in the CrossFit space or if you're a CrossFit coach, you're most likely going to be doing the open. So um, as well as training for high rocks, I'm also doing the open workouts. So I'm trying to manage my training load, trying to be smart about it. Obviously, I'm focusing on quality over quantity. That's the experience I've gained from being in the industry for a long time, programming for a long time um, and working with groups of people, uh, gyms and individuals. It, it's just one of the biggest rules is don't do too much just do specific things that are going to help you improve so i've mentioned already that majority of my focus is going to be on things that i've not done much of and i see as weaknesses and that is the aim of the game with the likes of the farmers carries the sled push the sled pull um and burpee broad jumps yes burpees are something i've done a lot of but the broad jump is completely different so playing around with movements like that now Managing by managing your training load, what I mean is if you walk into the gym and you do a session and you think that wasn't enough for me, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It might have just been a slightly easier day. And if you look at your session for the day and it's it doesn't look particularly long, maybe that's a day where you can really push the pace and you can make it hard and you can make it feel difficult. And that's the beauty of training. Like most session if you just go to a regular gym you do a gym class it's going to be as hard as you want to make it if you go to a spinning class you can just sit on the bike and spin out your legs and just cruise or you can absolutely hammer it and try and compete with the person at the front with the microphone on the main bike so um if you have a smaller day and you think oh that's not going to be enough for me make it enough for you push hard try your absolute best now the way we're doing our training and i say we because uh shout out training partner shona we're doing we always do a big day on a monday and the reason is because we rest on sunday now last week we didn't we've just done seven days in a row and it was a silly idea shouldn't have done it but we had intervals we needed to do on sunday so we did them um but you learn from your mistakes you learn from your mistakes and it was just too long of a week seven days without a break is silly and I already knew that, but hey-ho, is what it is. So Monday's a big day. Monday's always a big day because we rest on a Sunday. And the idea is we do a big day on a Monday. Tuesday is a, is not as big. It is still, there is still two sessions on a Tuesday, but it's not, they're not too difficult. So like there's a strength element at the start, um, some intervals, then in the afternoon there's like a steady state run. Now that run, 
um, is long, but it's not difficult. It's like a zone two run. So even though it looks like a lot, it shouldn't feel hard and it should be easy. So Tuesday's an easier day. Wednesday, bigger day. Thursday, easy day. Friday's like a recovery day, but I'll touch on the CrossFit Open in a second. And then Saturday is our biggest workout of the week because we then go into our rest on a Sunday. So there's a lot of um, like variation in the training. The big days are the days where we do quite a lot of, we're doing some compound strength and then we're focusing on a specific movement that might come up in, that will, is coming up in high rocks, but in more of like a strength-based environment. So let me give you an example. In high rocks, it's 200 or 100 meters of lunges with a sandbag on your back, 30 kilos for the guys, 20 kilos for the girls. So we're doing 20 meter lengths of back rack lunges or front rack lunges, building the weight. So let's see how heavy we can go. So by the time we get to the race, that 30 kilos will hopefully feel like absolutely nothing. That's the that's the plan. So there's a compound lift on a Monday followed by our lunges. Then we have intervals on a bike. Um, then we have some accessory, some core, and then we're done for the day. But it is a long day and your body feels tired. And then on Tuesday, slightly easier. And then that easy run in the evening on Tuesday just flushes everything out. So it's almost like you have a big day and an easy day. And we do that a couple of times a week. And then at the end of the week, we do our big workout. So this morning we had a 60 minute AMRAP, all compromise running. So you run, movement, run, movement, run, movement. Try to get as many rounds as possible in your 60 minutes. Now it's compromised running because you're doing your run and then an exercise run and then an exercise, but it's also compromised because it's the last thing you're doing of the week. So you have an accumulation of everything you've done in the week that has caused fatigue, maybe slight niggles, slight aches. So you get a good warm up in, then you hit that workout. And it's compromised because of the things you do within it, but it's also compromised because everything you've done in the week. I hope that makes sense. So I'm coming at program for this from like a perspective of there's certain things I have to do, I have to work on because I've not done them before. There are certain things I have to do, I have to work on because I know I am not very good at them, but I don't want to overdo it. So if rowing is a strength of mine, why would I spend loads of time on a rower? It's unnecessary. I might just use rowing in my workout so I can still, I still do it every week and it stays familiar with me, but it's unnecessary for me to do rowing every week because it's one of my strengths. Running is half of the race and it's a weakness, so I'm going to run a lot. Skiing is something I only do when it when, um, comes up in a workout. So I'm going to start doing ski intervals because I want to be as comfortable on ski erg as I'm on the rower. So I'm focusing on the quality rather than the quantity. I'm not taking the whole race and doing parts for every single day that's pointless. I'm just working on the things I'm not going to be very good at. <clears throat> now, it sounds like I keep repeating myself over these podcasts, but the reason is because it's important stuff that you need to know. Like you need to focus on the quality side of things. Don't overdo it. Pull apart the things that you're not going to be very good at. And by the way, they're going to be the things that you don't enjoy doing. <laughs> but that is necessary. Like if you want to do this race and you want to do well, like that's my goal. I know what I need to focus on. For example, I'm trying to work on my mentality as well. I want to approach it from a, okay, I'm rubbish at that. I want to be good at that. Farmer's carries. 200 meter farmer's carry with two thirty kilo kettlebells. You see people running with it in the race. I'm not running with that. I'm walking 40 steps, putting it down, walking 40 steps, putting it down, walking 40 steps, putting it down. But I've got 11 weeks to improve on that. So am I going to improve on it? Yes, because I'm going to work on it. So during my session this week when I was doing those carries, 
in my head I thought oh I hope I don't get to another round so I have to do these again but then I kind of changed that mentality to no you know what I hope I do get to these again because I want to do them even more fatigued and I want to try to do them a different way and I want to become as comfortable as possible doing these farmers carries so you see what I'm trying to do is make everything enjoyable and embrace the suck basically um, and that's the fun part of this now the training is constantly varied yes I'm programming for myself so that's kind of thanks to me I'm doing that on purpose because I know that's what will keep me interested if I just do the same thing every week week on week I'm not going to be interested I'm going to get bored I'm not going to try as hard going to diminish returns and come race day it's going to suck but um what people have said to me is they don't like the sound of high rocks because it's the same thing all the time. That's incorrect. The race is the same thing all the time, but you'll always have something different that you need to work on. If I get really good at farmer's carries and I do the race and I smash the farmer's carry, but the sled sucks, what am I going to focus on before the next race? Sleds, like always changing. And the thing I'm enjoying is not every gym has a sled. So when I'm training, what can I do to kind of replicate the feeling of a sled before you run? And then I'm learning different things and working on different different um, styles, all of which I will divulge when you message me and tell me you want me to train you for this event, by the way, so feel free to do that. But um, it's fun because it's always changing. I'm finding different ways to mix it up. Two weeks has gone very fast, so the next 11 weeks will go quickly as well. I'm actually going home for a week at the end of next week, so I'll enjoy training in my old gym when I go home because they've got a nice long sled track. So I'll uh, be hammering that. And they've got an assault runner as well. So I've got great ideas for workouts I can do when I'm at home. Try and rope in the old friends with me. But just trying to focus on the quantity. Uh, try, sorry, trying to focus on the quality, not on the quantity. Because you could train every day, twice a day, six days a week, hammering every movement all the time. And you could prepare yourself too much get to race day and you know you can do it but you just cannot push because your body is destroyed you are fucked or you can just focus on the things you need to focus on feel like you're almost not doing enough and go in fresh on the day and smash it now i'm going to use a ufc reference here um championship fights the ufc are five rounds if it's not a championship fight it's three rounds Okay, so there's a fighter, Habib Nurmagomedov. He's retired now. Probably, if not the, he's one of the best in the world. He had a five-round fight um, that somebody didn't that somebody pulled out for on like ten days' notice. So they called in this guy called Ayaquinta, and he came in. He'd been training for a three-round fight, and then he went the full five rounds with Habib, and that is unheard of. And he looked fresh. He looked strong. He looked great. And at the end of it, the dissection of it was maybe training for three rounds prepares you better for five rounds than training for five rounds. Because by the time you get to the fight day, you have that in the tank. Like if you fought five rounds before, you know you can fight five rounds. You've just really dialed in for that first three. So you're going to come out of that first three fresh and then you've got two more rounds to work with. And if you're a professional athlete, you know what you're doing and you know how to manage yourself. So my point is... Maybe undertraining is better than overtraining and there's less risk of injury. You know that you're going to go in fresh when you get to the race and you just have to basically see what you've got. What, what have you got upstairs? What's your mentality like? Can you push? So what's really interesting about this event, speaking to Shona this morning when we did our AMRAP, 
is 60 minutes of exercise, we don't find that particularly hard, but the push within the exercise is difficult. So we can stay at a constant pace, keep moving, keep doing the movements, take very little rest and do the full AMRAP like we did this morning. But can you push? Now this is what's difficult. So as you get more confident with the movements and understanding how your body's gonna react to things and you get a little bit fitter and more, more specific, you'll know when, okay, I can push here. Right, I need to pull back here. And it's all very interesting. You learn a lot about your body and you also learn a lot about you mentally because when you know you can push, brilliant. Are you gonna push? So let's take the open workout that's just been to the, to the CrossFit nerds out there. The burpee pull-ups, shuttle runs. Everybody can do those two movements. Um, maybe not the pull-up, but burpee to bar at least. How fast are you going to move? They're not difficult movements, but how fast can you move? That's all. That's going to be the difference. How fast can you go? How much do you want it? Are you willing to go in a dark place and stay there for as long as necessary? At the end of the day, it's only 15 minutes. And then you go hammer out your 1RM thruster and you just do what you can. Like everybody can do it, but how far are you willing to go? So that's going to be the challenge. Excited by it. As I've said many times, if you're interested in getting involved with us, let me know. Follow me on Instagram at jameslockcrown underscore. This is the fourth of this. The fourth of these done now. I'm going to keep trying to do two a week. Keeps me accountable and I really enjoy talking about it. Um, maybe get some guests on. Let's see what happens. But so far, so good. Body feels a bit beaten up. Had a massage last night. Shout out Lucy and Lisa. Um, but I've got a lot of work on my mobility and my recovery too because it's important. But I will do a whole podcast on that. Um, so, so folks as always stay safe take care enjoy your weekend or your day wherever you are in the world whenever you're listening to this and I'll speak to you soon